Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build Your Network, episode 59. Hey, this is Mia Hewitt from learn.miahewitt.com forward slash thriving. And if you want to go from surviving to thriving, then you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chapman. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chappell. What is up and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first... If you're listening to this, then there's a good chance that you're serious about building your network. If that's you, and only if you're serious, you should definitely check out my Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta. If you want more personal engagement, proven connection strategies and tactics, and some awesome giveaways like shopping sprees, Beats headphones, etc., etc., then head on over to byn.media forward slash FB to join the group, or you can search Facebook groups for Build Your Network Beta and join there. And once you do, please be sure to introduce yourself and say what's up, and I will catch you there. And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Mia Hewitt. Mia is an international speaker, world-class leader, and performance catalyst. Her specialty? Results. She supports entrepreneurs to go from good to great 
great to unstoppable. How? By supporting them in reprogramming their ego to get out of their own way. Working with Mia, they experience paradigm shifts and massive breakthroughs that remove all of their blind spots. They then learn the exact science on how to achieve results, which allow then the ability to make accurate decisions. Mia has co-owned and operated a multiple seven-figure business, led teams to greatness, ran the five major world marathons, and leaves a lasting impact everywhere she goes. Mia, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Really, really excited to have you. Why don't you go ahead and expound on that intro a tad and tell us more about yourself. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. You know, in a nutshell, I'll tell you, Travis, I just knew as a little girl, I just knew that there was this greatness inside of me. I just didn't know how to live it. But I always knew that was there was something in me that I knew that I was meant for more, that I was here to play a bigger role in some way. I just didn't really know how to do it. I grew up really poor, so I would see all these people around me having these tremendous successes. And, you know, my biggest pain was I just didn't know how to get those results. And so I was very much an introvert as a child. And to add fuel to the fire, when I was about 13 years old, I went into typing and I remember feeling a tap on my shoulder and I turned around and a girl that I had never seen before starts beating the crap out of me, like just (laughs) pummeling me and pummeling me. And I just kept staring at her like, I don't even know what's happening. I really didn't know what was happening. And I really thought I was dying. And I remember all the kids shouting hit her, hit her. Now, the truth be told is they could have been shouting for me to actually hit her back because I was just frozen. Right. I didn't interpret it that way. Like, I really thought they were saying, kill her, kill her. And so, you know, you flash forward, right? And now I'm in my 20s, right? That was around 13 years old. And here I want to be an entrepreneur. And my biggest problem is how in the heck am I going to get myself to motivate myself to go talk to people? Hmm. Because in my mind, it was like every time I had to go talk to someone, it was like I was back there again. My heart would beat like out of my chest and I would just feel like I was going to (laughs) die. It's crazy, isn't it? That's ridiculous. (laughs) Now, like knowing you now, Mia, it's ridiculous to think back that there was a time that you were not confident enough just to go up to anybody and be like, hey, I'm Mia. This is what I do. How are you? (laughs) I mean, and you know me from being like this side of me, but it's amazing, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I love to share that because, you know, most oftentimes we have this belief that for those people that are out there doing that and having this success, it's like, oh, you know, they don't understand me. They don't know what I go through. They don't know what it's like to be, you know, afraid of people's um, judgments and what am I going to say and what do I do and, how, you know, how am I supposed to act? And like, but I really want people, anyone listening, it's like, I really know what you're going through yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I thought I was going to die talking to people. I didn't think I was just going to get hurt. I thought they were going to kill me. (laughs) Well, it's so, and so important to bring that kind of stuff up to have other people realize that 
every, this is something that everybody goes through. It's not like a unique situation to you. It's something that like everybody goes through this type of a fear of being around people and talking to people, especially if you're an introvert. And then even if you're an extrovert, you're still going to fear other people's opinions and what other people think of you and what you're doing, all this, all these different kinds of things that people fear just on relationships. In the intro, we talked about that you co-owned and operated a multiple seven-figure business. What business was that? Is that like a separate business from your coaching? And then was that kind of that the thing that propelled you into coaching? Like how did that work? Yes. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers Agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you. That work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Yes, absolutely. It was a, I had an actual brick and mortar business. So I co-owned an insurance company okay. for 24 years. And we built that up to a multi-million dollar level. And inside of that, I had a lot of teams. You know, I did a lot of team stuff. I really, I failed so many times, to be honest. Like, I failed so many times. Like, I finally got it right. Like, <laughs> I, you know, that's going to be the truth of it, right? Like, the only example of what I had growing up as power was my father being really dominating and forceful and like imposing his will on me. Mm. So I didn't have like a healthy model for what it looked like to really lead people. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it was really from me thinking, I just got to tell them what to do and they got to do it. Mm. And them having a coup attempt on me and like the majority of my staff walking out. <laughs> huh. Like, I mean, I'm just being truthful, right? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I didn't so know how, what how did I, you deal with that? How did you deal with that at the time? Like, were you really upset and like trying to blame it on them? And then did it take you a while to realize, oh, maybe this is something that I need to work on? Oh, a hundred percent, like a hundred percent. So I like to give two models of reality, right? Like, cause how it helps me understand like who I was back then and who I am today. It's easier if I give you a distinction, but like inside of that way of being, 
I was always coming from fear and scarcity. Like everything was to survive. And who I am now is somebody who completely comes from authenticity, completely thriving. Everything is so different in the way that my mindset is. So one of the biggest misconceptions I had back then was I thought, like I was so poor as a child, what was driving me was like, I just have to be wealthy and then I'm going to be fine. Like I'm going to make it right. Like I just need to be, I just need to arrive. Like the, what I kept hearing inside of everything that people told me in society was like, well, when you become wealthy, you know, then you make it right. Like success is a place to get to. And so I remember like being really wealthy and going like feeling completely inadequate. So it's like, wait a minute, what is this? Like, I thought I was supposed to like arrive. You guys have been lying to me. You told me right, <laughs> I right. was supposed to be here and I was going to be the Thanks a lot, society. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, you're telling me I was going to arrive. Right. So to me, wealth, you know, as somebody who's been really poor and then rich, you know, wealth is has less to do with money and you can have plenty of it. That's not the issue at all. But wealth to me has a less to do with how much money I make versus the mastery, my ability to master the ability to create it whenever I want and how I want it. Hmm. That to me is real true wealth. So is that what you coach on now? I do. I really coach my entrepreneurs to come from that place inside of wealth because we reprogram, you know, their feelings of inadequately, the not good enough, the, all the things that have kept them from playing big. I like to say it this way. Consider this. If you were not raised in a household, and I mean this with the utmost compassion for all of our parents, but if you were not raised in a household that used shame and guilt as a form of manipulation to get you to conform, hmm. you would have absolutely no fear. Hmm. So fear is literally coming from shame and guilt. Wow. So can you kind of talk about that a little bit more? So what does that look like? Like if, cause I feel like most people, probably 90% of people would come from a background like that. Even if they didn't really get it from their parents, they're going to get it from their peers, from their teachers, from society as a whole, from our culture and all of that, you know, forces us to think a certain way growing up, even if your parents are not doing that. So really most people coming out of that situation would probably be in that boat. How do you reprogram your mind and get into more of a prosperity type of a mindset? Yeah. Great question. There's four steps that I have found that actually are completely necessary. Like the first one is we have to clear up the, we have to become aware. So the first key that I have in my keys is awareness. We have to become aware of number one, that the infinite potential that we have, that's already inside us. Like you're born to be a success. This is what I say to everybody. It's your God-given right. You were born with the ability to be successful, yet it's your programming that is keeping you the same. Hmm. So we have to begin to become aware that we are way more than scarcity and ego, right? We're way more than scarcity and fear that actually who we are as a potential, as an infinite potential, I like to say it this way, our results are always equal to our current level of beliefs, yet our desires are equal to our potential. Hmm. So then how do we tap into that? 
Yes. So the first step is we've got to become aware. We have to clear up all the common misconceptions that are keeping you stuck, stopped, and struggling. So not everybody has the exact same ones, but there's some really common ones, right? But because they're all coming from past experiences, right? That's why we reprogram. So for instance, let me give you an example. One of the most common misunderstandings is that problems are just the way of life. Hmm. That is the biggest lie that I have seen everywhere, right? Because inside of the law of polarity, so I'm going to use universal laws because the laws are the truths. And I always say, you know, it's the truth that will set you free. So don't believe anything I'm saying, you know, test it for yourself. But inside of the law of polarity, what the law says is nowhere in the universe exists a half of something. So what does that mean? So if I draw a circle and if there is a right, there's a left. If there's an up, there's a down. There's an in, there's an out. So what does that have to do with success, Mia? Because if failure exists, then the success of that experience exists at the same moment in time. And to an equal amount. A hundred percent. Like you nailed it. Like a hundred percent. So it's not a different moment in time. It's not another, a different percentage. It's literally right there. Hmm. So if a problem exists, then the solution must exist at the same moment in time. Hmm. I love that because it takes something really abstract because I've heard that before as far as like, you know, there are no problems. It's only the way that you view a problem that makes it a problem. If you view it more as a blessing or viewed it in a different way, then no longer is a problem. And mentally you look at it in this light and now it is not a problem anymore. And you can get rid of the worry, the stress that you had when you back when you thought it was a problem, but I love that you took it and made it way more practical with giving us a law of the universe that is like actually proven. (laughs) And then saying that like, it's not just like mumbo jumbo at that point. Does that make sense? Like, it's not just like an abstract idea. It's more like, no, no, no. Like this is legit. Like for real, (laughs) you know, like there, this is actually truth and you can use that truth to reprogram your mindset into believing that this is no longer a problem, but there's an opportunity for success here. A hundred percent because there's a science to it, right? Right. Like a science, meaning there's an actual process, just like arithmetic is there's a science to arithmetic. There's a process by which you achieve success. Hmm. So it's not me as opinion of it. It's just that I was so committed to like, I had failed so many times that I was obsessed yeah. with yeah. really knowing the truth that that's really why I know this because I was so obsessed with knowing the truth because I had listened to so many people. Why? Because I wanted to be a good girl. I wanted to do, you know, like when I was being raised, I was always taught, like, if you're a good girl, then good things happen. But where that doesn't come out to be true is like, I would look around at people who would be so-called bad people, like to what my mother would say is a bad person. And yet they would be successful. Right. Right. So what the deal? Right. Like, like, (laughs) like, you know, like, um, excuse me, like I'm a truth seeker, right? Like, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. So the second step is why I go into, you know, once we become aware, we've got to now understand what the real universal law is or what's really the process, which then will have us start thriving because that's where the certainty and the faith in, in actually, and the law of polarity is a great example. And then once we separate the truth from the lie, so now using that law of polarity being that the success does exist, well, now our work is to actually get curious 
to apply that new truth, right? We have to apply Mm. the new awareness and the new understanding. And this will actually shift how we think, the decisions we make, which then will give us our results. Let's go ahead and talk now. Um, We've talked about this for a minute now. And if you want to learn more about all of the work that Mia does, I highly recommend going checking out her stuff, which is just at MiaHewitt.com. Is that right, Mia? And I would actually use, I'd go to, because I'd like to give them something of real value. And inside of that, it's going to be found in, I can send you, I can give you the link if you can post it below, but it'll be found in underneath Mia Hewitt thriving. So I'm going to give you like the actual four keys that I teach and that way they can have it themselves. So they can just okay. have those results. So we'll, we can link it, right? Yeah. We can put a link in the okay. show notes for anybody okay. listening. That's, is that Mia Hewitt thriving.com or is that? Yeah, but I know there's okay. a backslash in there and I just don't want to, I think it, okay. like the way that my brand designer did it, I believe it's like learn dot Mia Hewitt backsplash thriving. And that's how they'll get it. That's why I said, don't trust me okay. because yeah, yeah. <laughs> no worries. No worries. So if you're listening, you want to learn more about Mia's mindset yeah. coaching, highly recommend it. She is the best at what she does. Go check out the link. We'll put it in the show notes, but let's go ahead and shift the conversation yeah. now, Mia, and go ahead and talk a little bit about networking, which is actually how you and I met at the thinking yeah. Grow Rich movie premiere. And then that's how we started talking about mindset because that whole book is based on shifting your mind into believing that what you once thought was impossible can now be possible and all that kind of good stuff. And so that's actually how we met. So I know that you're fantastic at it. You did a great job at the event. So I am curious to hear your answer to this question. This is how I always get the conversation going. And it's when I ask every guest that comes on the show. Do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? Mm-hmm. You know, I love this. I love this question. And what I want to just preface it with is because it's kind of a both, but I want to show you why, right? Like, so there's a a lot of common misunderstandings about success, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of them. And I could go on like for an hour with you on just clearing those up. But what I want to give you most inside of that particular, like, that's a great question. Like, is it what you know or who you know, right? That's more important. Mm -hmm. And it's a couple things inside of this. So the first part of it is there's really only in order for you to be an amazing networker, there are three things that an individual must do in their mind to become great at it. So this is the no part, right? And then I'm going to answer like who, you know, now how to actually network from a place of really being successful. But there's only three things that one must, an individual must do in their mind to become a great networker. The rest is everything else about success is going to be found in other people. So that's why it answers the question of like, it's then who you know, like it's really inside of other people. So let me answer the first part of it. So it starts to make sense. So the first thing is that you need to do as an individual to become an amazing networker is you want to get really clear in your mind on who you would be being networking and have it as a place to come from, a vision. So let me give you an example. One of the biggest common misunderstandings about networking is people in their minds associate it to the old school of smoozing, manipulating. It's an attempt 
to gain some advantage. So can you see how this is coming from inside of ego, which is all about fear and scarcity? So it sounds like this. How can I push my agenda? How can I keep the attention on me? How can I impress? How do I say the right thing so that I can get what I need? How can I use these contacts to get what I want? Right. Right. Now, versus I'm going to give you another mindset versus having one that's coming from thriving and authenticity, which is about networking, is all about connection and sharing. So I have all my entrepreneurs actually change their mindsets inside of when they're networking. It's all about connection and sharing. So now from that mindset, where we come from is what can I give and offer to others? Yeah. How can I help others be successful? How can I start and build relationships? Real like relationships. Can, yeah. Real relation. I'm not talking fake ones. I'm talking like the real authentic kind that are going to be long-term, not quick fixes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? It's all ego. I'm talking long-term where people will love to send me business. I don't have to work hard every single time to get my next account because I am such a person of integrity and I serve people above and beyond that people can't help but recommend me, right? Like I literally create a sphere of influence of people who send me referrals. So this is a way of working smarter and not harder. Hmm. But it's literally from coming from this mindset. Like how can I put others at ease? How can I listen so intently to their needs and their desires? Yeah. How can I fully express myself and make genuine connections? Can you see that like that way really is what we want to develop as a natural part of our daily life right. so that it becomes a way of being, not something out there. Oh God, I got to go to that networking. It's a burden. Right. I can't, how am I going to motivate myself? I don't want to do that. What am I going to say? I'm going to hide in the corner, right? Like, can you feel the distinction between the two? Oh yeah, definitely. It takes something that's more of like a daunting task that you got to do for work to hopefully get business that, because the problem is with that too, is that if you leave without business, you think you wasted your time, you know? So you're just like, so you just swear off networking the whole thing because you're like, well, I went to these three networking events and I never closed any business from them. I was like, well, when did you do it? Oh, last month. It was like, what? Well, it's not an opportunity. Like people treat networking like it's like a a cold calling event. Like it's a chance for them to go pitch their business and hopefully get new clients within a day or two of meeting people. Like that is not what it's for. It's for meeting people and growing long-term relationships. Mia, you and I met, what, a couple months ago now? And we've never asked each other for business. We've literally just helped, you know, like you had me on a Facebook Live with your audience and we chatted about a couple really awesome things. And then now I'm having you on my podcast and now we're just talking again. We're cultivating a real relationship that could lead to you possibly booking more clients in the future, myself possibly more booking more clients in the future. And it's just like, it's an actual genuine thing that there's no way to, I think the problem is there's no way to measure the ROI. So people just don't do it because they can't be like, well, in three years from now, I will receive X amount of dollars from this connection I made at this event. So it's worth the $600 I spent on this ticket and all that kind of stuff. Would you agree with that? Yes. In the sense of like what I have found is like how my guys measure their ROI is inside of the results. So what will happen is as you're doing this as a normal way of being right, Mm -hmm. you see your ideal client already is looking for you. 
What people often think is, and I'm saying this with the most compassion because everybody listening, I have been exactly where you are. And when you are like surviving, cause you're like, how am I going to pay the bills? Right. You become like so needing and attached to getting that result that what happens is you can't see how to build a long-term relationship because you're just trying to survive another day. <laughs> right. Right. And so I'm saying this with the most love and compassion. And I also want you to really know that that's actually hindering your success. That mm. actually the way of surviving, what I didn't know back then that I so clearly know now is that I didn't see that that was all part of the trap to keep me surviving. Yeah. You see, because, and I'm going to pull that back from law of polarity because see if both exist if the failure and the success exist at the same moment in time, I'm not going to incrementally, incrementally way out of surviving by having like one foot in surviving and one foot in thriving. It doesn't work that way by law. Hmm. By law, you get exactly what you focus on. So if I'm inside of surviving, I only get more surviving. That's the damn thing. You know, like the, the thing that I was like, oh my God, I'm doing this to myself, right? right. But I didn't know that I was doing it to myself because you can't, you don't know what you don't know. So <laughs> success is an inside job. It's a place to come from, not a place to get to. That's a, a really key distinction. Yeah. And it's like one of the, you know, the greatest clarities I can give you inside of the three things inside of what you, you know, it's really being clear that it's a come from. So making that a habit, being really clear on where you're coming from. And then the second piece is you're going to have to now claim it. So these are the three decisions, right? For you to be successful inside of networking so that you can just thrive in networking. The first thing is you're going to have to be really clear about coming from a successful mindset. Like, how can I serve? Hmm. And then, and, and I'm going to answer your question on the ROI because of my guys. What happens is what shows up is what I have them do is then inside of their day-to-day -day activities, they're going to build their network. They're going to build their sphere of influence. They're going to be people in your lives that love because of who you are and where you come from in integrity. You do what you say and you say what you do. They will be your greatest supporters. So those people, you're going to constantly be giving back to them because they're going to fuel your referrals. They're going to fuel it. So you're going to develop like about five or six of really good people who refer you, that they just believe in who you are. And then you're going to support them back and really fuel them. So it's a really wonderful, cultivated, beautiful relationship. So that's, you know, I just want to answer how you look at the ROI on that. You're going to see that. Now, I always say networking is about the 50-50 rule. When you go in somewhere, you're really going to come from, like you're going to see from your ideal process prospect's mind, right? You're inside of their mind, right? You're outside of you and in them. And what's, what are their challenges and how it is that, what's the result and the aspirations they're looking for? Yeah. It's this 50, 50 thing. You're going to talk to people who are your ideal prospects, but the other 50 is really going to be more about connecting and sharing inside of adding value to people who could become your potential clients, right. but they're not there yet. Or right? they know somebody that could be. A hundred percent. So do you know the 250 by 250 principle? No, go for it. 
Okay, okay, okay. Then this is one of my favorite things to teach my entrepreneurs because I love this principle. And I would love to say that I made it up, but I didn't. It, it literally comes from Joe Girard. He was an American salesman who actually was recognized in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most successful salesman during the 1960s. He, wow. at a Chevrolet dealership, he himself sold over 13,000 cars. Wow. Okay, now this is awesome. This is such a great story. I love this story. <laughs> so how he came up with this principle, he went to a funeral. <laughs> it all started at a funeral. He went to a funeral and he was given a prayer card. And on the prayer card, it was a picture of the deceased right on top of it. And it, it made him go, wait a minute. How did the guy, the funeral director know how many of these cars to print? Right? Like, how would he just know this? Right? And so how would he prevent unnecessary waste? So he asked the guy, and the funeral director said, well, I've been doing this so long. What I have found is on average, every person knows about 250 people. Hmm. So he put this to mind and he started working from this principle, which was the key principle is every time you're talking to any customer, any person, always keep in mind that in reality, you're dealing with 250 potential customers. Huh. That's such a great great mindset shift such a practical tip if you're listening to this and that's the only thing you take away from this conversation <laughs> it is a hundred percent worth it mia let's boil it down to one thing okay so sure. we've talked about a lot of different things and steps and yeah. tips and all this kind of stuff let's say if somebody's listening to the show and they gotta go right now one sure. quick tip on networking what is it decide like make the decision so that, you know, really develop the habit of deciding, deciding on the results, like where you're coming from. So inside of serving, and then it's really inside of a decision. Martin Franklin, who was the billionaire who owned the Jardin Corporation, he said to me, Mia, most people don't know how to make a decision. He said, when I make a decision, I don't worry how many millions of dollars I'm going to lose if my decision is wrong. And I said, you don't? He said, no, I make a decision and then I go to work to make that decision right. Huh. That's so, so important. So how do we apply that when we're building relationships? So we cut off all other thoughts of self-doubt and indecisiveness that we do not have the ability to do this. We do. We actually no longer entertain that, you know, it's something for other people. We actually claim it as a way of an attitude of ownership that if we... You don't have to be spiritual to believe this. You can just look at natural principles. But if you are in any way spiritual and you say, if God gave us the ability to imagine it, he gave us the ability to create it. And so in deciding into actually, like you can look at it in nature, you know, it, it can be source, it can be anything that resonates with you, that there's something bigger at play here. And when you tap into that, uh, that bigness, that decision and committing to taking those actions, doing the daily activities, coming from your vision of knowing that you are here to serve and you do have greatness and there are people looking for you, you will quantum leap your results and have the things you want in your life. It's really inside of that. That would be my final thing is decide. Don't wait for permission. 
<laughs> so much great stuff on mindset today, Mia. And again, if you want to learn more about what Mia does, we will have that link in the show notes for you. So please go check out all the stuff. I mean, she just is like an encyclopedia of <laughs> mindset shifts. So go check out some of her stuff, Mia. Let's go ahead and move on to the random round, which is just a few really quick random questions with some quick random answers. You ready? Sure, sure. Absolutely. This is the random round. What profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? Singing. <laughs> because I, I've never nailed that one, and I would love it. <laughs> if you could sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? You know, I would really like to talk to my younger self and really tell her what the truth is. I would really like to go back and say and really show her how it's all going to turn out okay. And, uh, you know, I was really suicidal when I was about 18 and I'd like to be there for her when she was 18 years old. That was a fantastic answer. How do you like to learn best books, blogs, or podcasts? And that's a great one. I actually like to read it and then put it into the process of mindset. So I'm more of a, a video or read it person. Okay. What is one of the, your favorite books that you've read recently, Mia? Oh gosh, the power of consistency. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. Everything is about vision. So I know most billionaires and millionaires are meditating, and that's because they're trying to quiet the monkey mind. Yeah. But when you actually understand how it works, you can actually harness it. You can harness it. You don't need to quiet it. You need to have it be the servant and you the master. So I literally live inside of vision. What is your go-to pump-up song? Hmm. Bruno Mars is my favorite right now. <laughs> I like that one that he does with the money. <laughs> what are you not very good at? Oh my gosh. Anyone who knows me knows I am absolutely horrible because I'm so literal at telling jokes. I always say the punchline before the time. Oh no. No, no I'm terrible. <laughs> Don't ever ask me to tell a joke. <laughs> so get everything wrapped up here, Mia. We've already mentioned that link's gonna be in the show notes. What is one place online, social media wise, where we'll be able to find you the most? You know, I, I'm new to Instagram, so everybody always finds me on Facebook, but I'm really loving Instagram. So either Facebook and Instagram, because I'm really building that out. I've always been known and been referred out, and now I'm more online. That's why people are starting to hear of me now with my Facebook ads that will start running and so forth. So yeah, Facebook or Instagram are my best two that I love. And is that at Mia Hewitt or... There's a funny thing about that. Somebody, there's more people that have my name. <laughs> so okay. I have to, I have to actually add my middle initial. So on Instagram, it's Mia I Hewitt. It has my middle initial in it. And then on my business page, it's definitely my name. So Mia Hewitt is my business page. Okay. So Facebook, go check out Mia Hewitt, Instagram, Mia I Hewitt, go over to Instagram, show her some love on some posts. And Mia, thanks so much for coming on the show. I had a fantastic time talking with you. Oh, my pleasure, Travis. You're awesome. I love what you're up to and who you are. It's always fun time spending time with you. So thanks so much for everything you are. That's all for this episode of Build Your Network. Your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement, proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals. That's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.